yeah, I don't want to go to jail for anything. I'm much too, like, weak. And you're pretty. You are listening to the Stand Up Dads Podcast. This is Hecabor. Yeah, it is. Let's try again. <laughs> That's oh, hilarious. Dude. Can we really can cool. we talk about that she's that Kim's talk? Yeah, so Kim found out who your uh, lady friend was and stalked her <laughs> on Facebook, which is fucking scary. I can't believe that Kim is that good at like hunting someone down that fast. Like all she did was like one photo and she found She's her. amazing at it. Yeah. It's scary. Wow. But so now we know we can send her when we need info. This is why I, I, I can't fake my death and run away. <laughs> she'll fucking she'll find, find me. Anyway, this is Rob. And Mike. You're listening to Stand Up Dads. We are back. The funniest part about it is the idea that you have thought about it and you're like, I can't pick my dad. Fuck yeah. Who hasn't? You find a dad that hasn't thought about faking his death and he hasn't been around his kids. I haven't thought of faking my dad. You're fucking weird. That's true. Anyway. I just want to say we are back. I apologize. We were gone for about four weeks, and that was all my fault. I had a little bit. Wow, of I didn't know it was that long. Yeah, our last episode was like the beginning of January. Dang so it. The one that I put out last week was recorded like right around the time of the riots, uh, like January 6th. Yeah, uh, that's uh, right. Because it was like, hey, everyone's hope everyone is enjoying the new year. Yeah. So, yeah, I had uh, some stuff to go through, and it's all better now. Well, it's not all yeah. better now, but I'm done being a little bitch. So I am back, and I want to say thanks to those that reached out. That actually uh, meant a lot to me. So thank you very much. I love our fans. Thank you very much. And uh, yes. if you're just listening, don't worry about it. Just listen to the old shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, thanks again for sticking around. If you're still listening, I really do appreciate it. And uh, yes. we'll be here this week and every week for who knows how long. Yes. Anyway, so thanks and enough of that. And uh, Nick, fuck you for giving me shit all the time. But and thank you for that. <laughs> it got to the point on gag on this when uh, yeah. it came for plugs. It's like, Rob, do you have anything? I'm like, screw you, oh, dude. I'm working on it. Oh, <laughs> but, burn. Uh, I know, but he was right. He was just trying to help you. He was in his own way. harassment. Yeah, That's it's how it works. You and I both. It's how it works. Yeah. yeah. You can say all the things that would be good, but making it funny and, a, and an insult is what makes us take notice. <laughs> I think it was just funny between him and me, but he and I. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so uh, let's see what's happened. Uh, my kid turned eight. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's when I coined the term asshole eights to go <laughs> with uh, terrible twos because uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, we got him and this is. I was dead set against doing it because uh, Kim wanted to get him like a little kid car, which is yeah. like a toddler toy. And I was like, you know, he's way too big. Yeah. And yeah. eight's way too big. So I got him like a, an electric quad. Believe me, I wanted the, remember when they made the land speeder? Yeah. They made yeah, a land yeah, speeder yeah. a few years back. I tried. I tried to get in that. <laughs> it's too big. You need it's to be for toddlers. six or younger. Yeah. If I could get that and put a real engine in it, I'd be driving that around. <laughs> I would totally be an orange barrel. Well, I mean, that's the thing is I, 
the whole time though, I'm thinking I'm spoiling this fucking kid. You know, he's already spoiled as it is. Uh-huh. So we're going to do today's show about spoiling your kids. You really shouldn't spoil your kid, Robert. <laughs> your face. Are, what the fuck? You, you, <laughs> it's, uh, God damn. Yes. Well, I'm know, totally against spoiling children, Robert. <laughs> okay, yeah. So the thing is, though, and you and I are both guilty of this because there are times we get shit for our kids because, not because, oh, I think they would really like this, but I really want this. And yeah, yeah. I've caught myself going, oh, I bet Owen would like a drone. Owen doesn't want a fucking drone. I want a drone. <laughs> and I don't even want a drone. It just looked cool when I saw it. But I got Joe Coy. He's talking about how he spoils his kid, uh, mainly because it's shit he wants for himself. Here goes. He's got it so good. And I got to stop spoiling him. I spoil him too much. It sucks. <laughs> but the reason why I spoil him is because I didn't have shit when I was a kid. We were broke as shit. And now that I can afford it, I'm buying everything. And yes, it's for him, but he doesn't know that it's actually for us. <laughs> <laughs> All that cool shit he has, I want it too. <laughs> oh, so this Christmas pissed me off. I go, Joe, you want a PS4 for Christmas? He goes, nah. I go, why the fuck not? <laughs> Selfish, bro. I want all that shit. I want all those toys. And I'm holding back, but it's hard. It's so damn hard. We went to, we went to the mall. This is like seven months ago, eight months ago, whatever. And the kiosk, the kiosk with the, with the hoverboards. Oh, shit. <laughs> and my son got on it like a fucking natural. He just got on it. He was like, oh, my God. Dad. Dad. <laughs> I got to have this, Dad. I got to have this. And I just looked at him, and this is what I said in my head. I go like this. I go, yes, we do. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Good dad. I was like, no, I can't buy that for you. He goes, why not? I go, because you have a C minus in math. And I can't reward you for that. Bring the grade up to like a B, and I'll buy it for you. And my son goes like this. Are you serious right now? <laughs> I went like this. I know, right? <laughs> Why'd you fail the test, man? We both at the mall just fucking crying. <laughs> so bad. And I, I, I told him, I go, no, I'll buy you that hoverboard. I'm going to get you a tutor, and she's going to help you with your math. You bring the grade up, it's done. Right? So I get the tutor. <laughs> this is how shitty of a dad I am. Just for one week with the tutor. He has a quiz the following week. Four out of five right. Doesn't even apply to the grade. And I just looked down and I go like this, look at you, Einstein. <laughs> Looks like we need to go to the mall and get something, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> and I got that hoverboard. Oh, I fucking love that thing. I ride it every morning. <laughs> All right. So, there is Joe Coy. Oli got her hoverboard from Melissa at her birthday and that it's weird how good they are in that i can't get on it at all like i, yeah, I tried getting on it with a chair but it's like a they, they move around on it like the, it's just part of them like they're a symbiote i think it's because we're old because like a couple well, maybe a little over a month ago i took owen ice skating 
yeah. with me and him. And I've ice skated before. I mean, I'm not yeah. great at it, but it wasn't a big deal. Jesus Christ, I could not balance <laughs> on that shit. I mean, I know I'm not in shape, but God damn. See, what's not fair is you had balance and grace at some point to yeah. some extent. I had none. So like, even for me getting on that hoverboard, it's like, I can honestly say it's probably the same as me at 20 getting on that hoverboard. No, I never could have gotten on it because I could never do a skateboard or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, that's the thing. But the way she is, and especially when we've played um, like fight with our lightsabers. Yeah. When she's on it, it's terrifying because she's so <laughs> good at it. It's like fighting a Sith because she can just like, like there's times every time she'll kill me if she just comes straight at me mm-hmm. because I can't help but start laughing because it looks so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> You just don't expect her to move that fast because it comes at you and you just like, that's how I'm going to die. Just- and that's why we get our kids shit like that because it's yeah. just fun. But yeah. yeah, and you know, every parent has that little thing in them that's like, I would do whatever it takes to make my fucking kid happy, usually. Yeah. Uh, I just, I found this clip of Patton Oswalt talking about, yeah. well, something he had to give up for his daughter, which makes him an awesome dad. But I don't know if you and I would have been as, as cool. We would have found a reason to get out of it. Okay. Uh, here is Patton Oswalt. So I got invited. Well, you get to see the behind the scenes making of this. Watch this. Go right back to my starting thing. You ready? Watch this. Okay. I got invited. (laughs) (laughs) I love this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. I did get invited to the premiere of the Han Solo Star Wars movie. I got invited. And not only did I get invited at the premiere on Hollywood Boulevard, they built a full-scale Millennium Falcon. Yeah. You could go inside, walk around, get your picture taken sitting in the cockpit. Holy shit. And I got invited, me, and I couldn't go. Because it was the same night as my daughter's second grade art show. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm pausing. Would you uh, pass that up for your daughter's second grade art show? Yeah, I I would. Fucking pushover, I wouldn't. You would know. <laughs> okay, back to Patton. And as if to add insult to injury, her art project was the shittiest robot I've ever seen. It looked like a silver scrotum with a box on top. And it like and the expression on the face, I swear to God, was like, yeah, sucks, I know. That's yeah. I don't know what to tell you. You're two miles away from the Millennium Falcon. You got to look at me. Yep. Yeah, life blows. What are you going to do? You know what I did? I did Academy Award level acting that night. I was like, sweetie, this is, this is amazing. You made this? Oh, my God. Is he going to get up and walk around? And this is like a real robot. Did you make a real robot? Sweetie, wow. This is, oh, you're a genius. You really are. You blow me away, sweetie. 
You really do. You blow me away. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. If you went back to the summer of 1977, walked up to eight-year-old me, just came out of Star Wars, mind blown, and you were like, Patton, someday they're gonna make a movie just about Han Solo. And you're gonna be invited to the premiere. And at the premiere, it's gonna be a full-size Millennium Falcon. You'll be able to walk around inside oh, of it, the cockpit, get your picture taken. But you're not gonna be able to go. You'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. have to go to your daughter's second grade art show. <laughs> I know for a fact that I would have said, I get to fuck a lady someday? Like I, I would have been <laughs> so cool. Oh yeah, great. <clears throat> I'll see it later, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that guy. Yeah, he's a better. You are both better dads than me, or you're fucking liars. Because uh, I would have gone to Oli State. I, yeah. you know, it's like, hey, is there a second night <laughs> or something? Or yeah, yeah, know. of course, if there was some way you could make it work. Yeah, but I know I would like to say like, oh, hell no, I'll go to the no, I would go to Oli State. Because mm -hmm. I know later that would haunt me that I'd be like, I especially know. if it was something super like important to her, you know. I know, and it's an art show. You're an artist, so you're. But you'd be like, yeah, you're like, see ya. <laughs> I wouldn't be see ya, but you know, I'd figure out. I don't know some way around it. You'd fake your death because <laughs> you know it would at least it would at least take her an hour to figure it out, and that's an hour you could be in the Millennium Falcon before she kept you. <laughs> Thing is, I didn't even care for Solo that much, but <laughs> <laughs> she she'd find you by your posts. I yeah. shouldn't have posted those photos. <laughs> See, that's the thing is, I don't usually do that shit. But anyway, so I was looking, you know, at articles about being, you know, spoiling your kids. Uh -huh. and I found one. I will post links in the show notes. Twenty-two signs your children are way too spoiled. Of these twenty-two, I think my kid had like eighteen. Oh no. <laughs> uh, let me I gotta I'm pulling out a pen so I can see. Okay. All right. I wanna know how much Oli gets. Here we go. They can't stand hearing no. It does bugger, yes. They don't hide their disdain for gifts that they don't want. <laughs> she tries, but it's pretty clear. I'm gonna give her yeah. a mark on that. <laughs> they refuse to follow the rules. It depends what it is with my kid. She tries no, and that's she got that from me. The rules are a starting point. How can oh, we work around those deep shit? Yeah. How can we work around that? There's got to be a weak spot. <laughs> Number four, they have frequent tantrums. Mine still does. I guess she's grown out of the frequent ones or yeah. even the really big ones. She hasn't yeah. really thrown tantrums. I'm going to say no on that one. I've seen her have some good ones when she was she's younger. She's had some good yeah. ones when she was younger. So are we yeah. talking younger or now? Oh, well, just if, well, fuck, if they're like 13 still having tantrums, then yeah, you definitely have problems. But yeah, no, yeah. she's good. I'll go by from now. But as a yeah. kid, for sure, she had sure. some great ones. Her best that she hates hearing about mm -hmm. was when I took her to the Hello Kitty store. She was like three. Yeah. And she didn't want to leave. So she threw her whole body on the floor in the entrance. Jeez. <laughs> and flattened herself. I'm like, no. Nah! Oh, no, and I had to drag her away like a horrible dad. <laughs> That's awesome. But the second we 
because we were in the mall at that point. The second she got closer and closer to where Melissa was, then she was she like straight composing. Up. Oh, it was too late by then, though. Like, oh my god, it was a spectacular. She hates hearing it now because it's same as we hate hearing something. Oh yeah. Well, apparently, he has more tantrums around her than around me. Oh. Uh, let's see. Number five. They never offer help. Yeah, my my kid only wants to help if it looks fun. Oh my god, Oli will leave the car and it's full of groceries mm-hmm. and she will only bring the iPad out. Not even the other stuff she brought in. It's like, you couldn't have picked up your yeah. beanie. Like, you couldn't have picked up and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I promise I'm going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Folks would have the shit out of me for not helping out. Oh my God. Yeah. My mom would have been like, you want to leave your stuff in the car? You're going to stay in the car. Go take your pillow out there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's see. They don't play well with their peers. I don't really have an issue with that with him. Yeah, Oli plays good. Yeah, they refuse to do chores, which is kind of an extension of they never. Offer yes, that. she. I wouldn't say refuse as much as try to make it where you'd give up asking. Yeah, do it. Another what you did. Another thing of mine. Let's make it so that. I make it so hard to help or I cause more trouble that you sit eventually say, forget it. Yeah. I remember, I think that was what you remember when I went out with a, uh, with someone for a couple of years that we lived together. Oh yeah. Yeah. I honestly think she did dishes so badly so that I wouldn't let her do it. <laughs> I think she thought the sponge was a magic wand that if it just touched the stuff, it was clean because it was so fucking gross. I think I got bamboozled for a few years with that one. That sounds like it. That's a very effective tool. I didn't uh, think it would work when you're an adult, though. Yeah. That's pretty good. It works when you're pussy whipped. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, number eight, they don't say thank you. I got to remind him all the time. But he says it. It's not like he's fighting it. I'm going to say she says it. Yeah. Pretty good for yeah. a kid. Yeah. They start sentences with, I need. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. Mine doesn't do that. Yeah, no, she'll she won't she won't say it crazy, but she'll be like, I need Roblox, but I'll get this and I'll you know, I'm gonna use it off of this money and yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. They don't share. I don't know, with COVID going on, he's never been around anybody. So I think he's gonna that's gonna be an issue when it comes back to being around other kids. Yeah, but, I think she shares when her friends are here or have or have been, you know. Yeah. They talk to you like a peer. Yes. Really? Yeah. She talks to me sometimes like I'm her buddy and I have uh, to be like, hey, knock it off. Even. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's been times where I'm like, I'm not your buddy. And she's like, oh, yeah, you are. You know? Oh, fuck that. My guy, I'm not. I'm your dad. You got to go to bed. Okay. Stop it, dad. <laughs> yeah. My kid doesn't need a buddy. He needs a dad. Yeah. They don't show empathy. I think my kid. Oh, no. She shows empathy. Yeah. No, actually, oh, he doesn't. You know what, though? He does. Because, like, I remember around Christmas time. He's just a boy is what it is. Boys are yeah, a lot of he it, actually yeah. said something along the lines of, because he noticed, I guess, for the first time a homeless camp. It was around Christmas time. Mm. Yeah, he was just baffled by the fact that people were living in tents because there's a shitload mm-hmm. of them in Sacramento. Yeah. But how are they going to have a good Christmas? And then, uh. just, so he actually was bothered by that. And it's like shit and then i'm an awful dad because i said we would do something and we haven't so hey guess what i gotta yeah. do this week Let's yeah see they're unwilling to compromise i think he's malleable enough that that's not an issue yeah she will they're not a good sport eh. 
They don't have a filter. Mm, we've had to work on that. We've yeah. had to work. There was time she's better now, but there was time she'd get furious. Yeah. Well, and what kills me though is I'm reading this, thinking about our kids, and I'm like, I have coworkers like this. Oh you know? yeah. So they don't yeah. care if their ba- behavior inconveniences others. They lash yep. out when they don't get their way. They have poor self-esteem. Now my kid thinks he's the fucking greatest, so that's good. No, at least cool. Yeah. They demand special treatment. They bully others. They're manipulative, and they always ask for more. So it's never enough. And I think a lot of it is just the way we look at stuff, because we don't look at things. We take a lot of shit for granted now that we didn't back then. Yeah. I know I play a lot of Louis C.K. on here, but I think he's a fucking genius, whether he's a pervert or not. (laughs) This is him talking about how we all, not just our kids, are taking everything for granted. Here goes. It's amazing how different shit is now. And it hasn't been this way for a long time. It's been a very short time. Everybody has a phone in their pocket. It didn't used to be you had a phone. Just a few years ago, nobody had their phone. It was just the phone. It was this thing, the phone, that was in a room in your house. And then you had to dial this fucking thing. There was a rotor, and you had to turn it and go... You actually hated people with zeros in their numbers because they made you do, well, this guy's got a zero and a nine. How badly do I want to talk to that piece of shit? That's too much work. Now we have this, which is amazing. We have these phones that you can call in an airstrike. You can look at the top of your own head. It's amazing, this shit, and it's wasted on the shittiest generation of piece of shit assholes that ever fucking lived. I swear to God, we are. We're the worst people so far. Because we have this beautiful thing and we hate it. We're just fucking... I don't, never saw a person going, look at what my phone can do. Nobody does that. They all go, this fucking thing is sucks. I can't get it to <laughs> Give it a second, would you? <laughs> Could you give it a second? It's going to space. Can you give it a second to get back? from space is the speed of light too slow for you you non-contributing product sponge cunt can you just wait can you just take a little breath just wait for that picture of axel rose to get on your phone like it even fucking mattered what you were doing like it was even important we're all just so mad i hate my phone sucks no it doesn't it's amazing the shittiest cell phone in the world is a miracle your life sucks around the phone why are you so mad at it people say the craziest shit i i hate verizon what are you talking about how can that feeling exist i hate verizon why did they fire you and take away your pension? No, just a couple of times it was weird for a second. Mm. <laughs> hate them. Hate Verizon. Well, make your own then. You go make one. Make your own network. Get some hubcaps and climb some trees. See how close yours is to perfect. 
Why would it be perfect? Really, it's as good as it is. Why do we expect it to be fucking perfect all the fucking time? We're not contributing. We're not helping it be perfect. We don't even know what, what is involved. Do you have any idea what is involved in taking your thing that you said that nobody needs to ever hear ever? When you go, hey, what's up, dude? And a little invisible magic angel takes it. Damn it. When did you send me that text? If I sent it to you a month ago, it's amazing. Whenever it gets to you. It's amazing! Whenever it gets to you in your chosen fucking font, it's incredible! Alright, so uh, that was Louis C.K. on talking about how we're fucking all useless, whiny, spoiled pieces of shit. Especially the young, like, I don't know, it's because I'm an old man now, the younger generation. Dude, I've uh, heard you make these ex- fucking complaints about your phone. Oh, I complain about it. So, I hate yeah. my phone. Why? Because it was weird. <laughs> it's not working right. That's why it's supposed uh-huh. to work. Yeah. My phones, no matter what, even a brand new phone like this works in every way possible except as a phone. Yeah. That's, the- <laughs> I think Gary Goldman has a bit about how his phone is just like this amazing computer and his, the actual phone part is just this infrequently used app on his yeah. phone. It just, uh, yeah, the phone never seems to work right. Or like, we'll just sit spinning on trying to send yeah. that's, I know it's more the carrier, but. Or the operator. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Every time I hear him do this bit. I think of you. <laughs> what? God damn it. <laughs> uh, so, and the last clip I'm going to play, it's that's from so a, messed up. It's so true. I, I have made progress in my um yeah, you made progress, back. but you're still that guy. Uh. <laughs> now what it is is I don't get angry, but you can tell that I'm angry still. So it's like seething. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. So this last clip is from Jennifer Sung. She has an interesting take on uh why kids are spoiled, which okay. I never thought of. Here's Jennifer. So my eldest son, um, he is more spoiled, all right? Because since the age of birth, I've only been singing him one nursery song. You might remember it, you know? It's the one that goes, hush, little baby, don't say a word. Uh, mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird. Remember that one, right? And if that mockingbird don't sing, mama's gonna buy you a diamond ring. I'm like, what? It goes from a caged pet to a diamond ring? Do you know how many times I had to your father before I got a diamond ring? <laughs> so I never thought of it like that. <laughs> There's one way to look at it. So That's anyway, funny. so now that we've discussed the uh, spoiled kids and everyone knows a spoiled kid when they see one, but I just uh-huh. didn't think I realized how bad mine could be. And I'm just making it worse by throwing fucking toys at them. Yeah, it's hard now because, you know, once Oli got to a certain age then she you know didn't like the same stuff that i could pawn off mm-hmm. but stuff like lightsabers have stuck mm-hmm. and you know the way we use those lightsabers is basically we beat the hell out of each other till somebody really gets hurt you ow and then we go okay that's enough <laughs> yeah that's like me and my kid when we fake wrestle yeah no the the harry potter wands uh, those totally sake. be well yeah but that totally became Buck in the jar but that was me after a while. She doesn't need all those. Yeah. Ones. 
I bought no, like that's so totally many. you. I but totally cool. bought. We were into it, and it made it like, yeah, yeah, we need we need these other ones too. Yeah. Like we need them all. <laughs> so I've got a couple of articles. One I'm going to go into: seven signs you've raised a spoiled child and what to do about it. Yeah. And I've got a couple others that I won't go into it, but seven ways to spoil your your children and unspoiling spoiled kids. They all pretty much say similar stuff. This one, and again, there is a link in the show notes, you know, saying it's not going to be an easy transition. So be prepared for it. Yeah. Because so, it's all a learned behavior. Get used to saying no without guilt, which I can do in my sleep. I usually make, there's something she hates here that I turned it into a song when she was yeah. little. But I mean, also don't be a dick about it. You know, I'm, it's, oh, I'm an uh, ass about it. It's like the answer is no, no, no. Yeah, but I think you're making it, you're tempering it with humor. I do know? temper it, but, but yeah. it still doesn't get to happen after it. I know, but still, at least you made them entertained during the whole thing. Yeah, she'll so laugh yeah. as she's angry. She's like, stop it. I really want it. All right. So, yeah, when you set the limits, you know, do so with empathy and understanding. So they don't feel like you're just being mean, even though they may yeah. take it that way anyway. Mm-hmm. emphasize that giving is better than receiving and which is why I really should have done something. And I need to about the whole homeless camp thing. Yeah. Practice gratitude as a family. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's true, but teach them to be considerate of others. Cause I really fucking hate it when someone's nice to him and he doesn't acknowledge it. Oh yeah. And remember that kids respond best to encouragement, encouragement, not punishment, which makes sense. And then this one's a tough one. And I think it's probably the most important thing out of all of it. Help them appreciate the little things in life. That's nice. Because it was, I don't know. I just remember like when they, when he was like super little and everything was fucking amazing. Yeah. And that's gone. And it just fucking breaks my heart. And part of it is because I didn't encourage that. It's like, oh, we don't have time. Let's go. We don't need to look at that right now. And and I fucking hate myself for that. Yeah, we used to stop just to look at, yeah, rocks. We pick up rocks everywhere. Like, look at that rock, you know? Like, that's a good rock. We should bring that rock, you know? Exactly. Paint that rock. That rock needs to be painted, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I don't think that is gone forever. So I just need to uh, quit being a dick and, uh, you know, take time to smell the roses with the kid. Yeah. It's not an easy thing. Obviously, we did not solve spoiled children in uh, this stupid thing, but at least we maybe you could identify that your we kid's a spoiled ass. We didn't solve our own spoiled children. No, uh, nor will I. Yeah. If you need a little extra boost of energy to make sure your kid appreciates the finer things in life, get Seattle Gummy Company uh, Mocha Shots. They're energy gummies. Each gummy is uh, has the same amount of caffeine as one cup of coffee. Mocha shots cost half the price of what you would pay for a cup of coffee in one of those chain coffee shops. And why give them money? We love these guys. Mike's addicted yeah. to them. They've helped love me through them. some rough times. You're not supposed to eat like three packages of them. No. No. Because then you will stop do yakking away like Mike did the first time. <laughs> Even though it's amazing, it's apparently dangerous. Yes. Well, it'd be like drinking a whole pot of coffee on your own. Yeah. Follow the actual directions on the side. Yeah. Click the link in our show notes so we get some credit. Enter the code STANDUPDADS15. And I believe if you find another discount code on their website, you can combine up to two codes. So you can save even more on your caffeine. Yes. 
check it out. They've got all sorts of stuff. I know they're going on some like vitamin gummies and all this stuff. So it's not just the high energy stuff. Check it out. They've got CBD gummies. You name it, they probably got it. And it's all good for you. It's all vegan. Vegan, so you know it's good. (laughs) Uh, In spite of it being vegan, it's delicious. (laughs) Seattle Gummy Company, it is stand-up dad tested and approved. Get shit done. Approved. (laughs) Approved. uh, Approved. This gets us to our bad dad. And this Uh one I meant to do at the beginning of the year. Uh Uh-oh. And this was the first dad that made like big press in January. Okay. The headline says dad doesn't let daughter eat unless she can figure out how to use a can opener. Uh, And it sounds awful. uh, But This is another one of those where I'm on the dad's side. Really? Let me hear it. So, okay. So what happened was this guy put a Twitter story out. So he just kept Uh posting stuff. So he has a nine-year-old daughter. Uh He was working on something. I believe it was a puzzle or something. Uh And she said, I'm hungry. Yeah. So I'll just read the first tweet. So yesterday, my daughter, nine, was hungry and I was doing a jigsaw puzzle. So I said over my shoulder, make some baked beans. She said, how? Like all kids do when they want you to do it. So I said, open a can and put it in a pot. She brought me the can and said, open it. How? So Uh he was thinking about it. He's like, holy shit, you don't know how to do this. But then he realized this is a teachable moment. So he's telling her to put a can of beans on. And obviously he's never shown her. Does it, All right. So we got to find out. Does he yeah, even show her how to use a stove? Is, yeah. right. Every kid has watched you open a can with a can opener a million times. Dude. Yes. I can, can be around you. No, I can be around you doing something. And I would never, unless I absolutely am going to pay attention it's the same as saying and we've driven there now. 10 we've <laughs> driven there 10 times you should know how to get there i am not paying attention unless i know there's going to be a test on it so <clears throat> i think this is a great thing because it's teaching your kid to be aware of your surroundings because that is an important thing especially after the last show we did on stranger danger uh-huh. be aware of what the fuck is going on around you because if you're not and you got your head in a cell phone you're just bait no nah. All right, all right. Let's hear the rest of it. Okay, so he says to his kid, how do you think it works? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. So he like tells her, okay, just play with it for a minute and think about what you think it would do. Okay. So he's like, hey, this little device is designed to do one thing. Open cans, study the parts, study the can, figure out what the can opener inventor was thinking when they tried to solve this problem. Yeah, and he also went in like I would on a tangent and said the can opener is also a bottle opener, but it's not relevant here. It's like, why did you do that? Uh-huh. So he went back to his puzzle and she came back like grunting and groaning. It was a rainy weekend and they didn't have anything else in the house. So pretty much it was going to be this can of beans or nothing. Uh-huh. So he just kind of had her break it down. He's like, okay, explain the parts. You know, it's like, what's this thing do? What's that? So there's a gear, there's a little sharp thing, mm-hmm. there's a crank. So it was just, you know, all that. And she was like, come on, just fucking do it. And then mm-hmm. I don't think she said fucking. At this point, he was just like, okay, I'm going to die on this hill. She's going to have to figure this out on her own. But he was still mm-hmm. there to support her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I don't want baked beans. And then he says, neither one of us will eat another bite today until we get into this can of beans. And his thing is like, I don't even like canned beans, but I guess she was messing with the can. And then after a while he looked and the can was all dented to shit from Uh her trying to open it. Long story short, she figured it out. How long did it take? It was several hours. (laughs) Several hours. 
So yeah, I think he took it a little far. But so they were calling him the Bean Dad at the beginning of the year. I think he took it a little far, but at the same time, I think she learned a valuable skill on analytics, you know, just analyzing problems to figure out what to do to fix it. There is not enough of that nowadays. Everything is an FAQ. Everything has, you know, a help button next to it. I think we're just becoming dumber because everything is easier. I say bullshit. And this is why. Mm -hmm. Show me how to use the can opener so then I can use the can opener. Making me use it myself after you have taught me that skill. It's not about the can opener. That's my thing. It's not about the can opener. It's about you should be able to look at something and figure out what it's used for. That's where he's coming at it from. And that's she's nine. She's already hungry at that point. So the guy's making her wait hours to get into this can of bean as she's hungry. She's hungry in 2021. She's not starving. The, the idea to me, I had a guy, (laughs) I had a teacher in college who was senile. Okay. Right. The guy would randomly talk while he was doing, he'd like, we were supposed to be doing art and he'd wander around like that. Why? Well, I got a business license over here. He goes, once when I was young, I went to this beach, blah, blah, blah. He one day came in and gave us a test on it. His <laughs> ramblings. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm not. I this... was rambling about it. But if you had been paying attention, you would get this quiz that right. Is all and that ego. fucker thought we should know. But he. So this is me. That's ego he, and dementia. She's nine. Show me how to use it. She is nine, and that's a perfect age to start having analytical thought. Oh, God. I will die on this hill. I we think are this not, a fucking great dad. We're not, yeah, we're not on a wasteland to try to figure out. No, I think it's good because, again, everything is put together for you. Fuck, yeah. there's in- ingredient. I mean, there's instructions on fucking Pop-Tarts. I mean, yes, but hey, if this is actually the first time she's ever doing any of this stuff, then what's wrong with it not. being, here's our teaching moment. Here's how to use the cat opener. Here's yeah. how to use the stove. Don't touch the stove. You got to do this. No. Here, let's learn it together. Let me show you how you read ingredients. I think, Not, why don't you figure it out? I don't while think I do like my that. puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dad. It more of, it's, it's, a a, beans. <laughs> it's a rainy day. We got shit else going on. Here's a teachable moment. I, I'm 100% behind this guy, other than he probably should have caved in a little bit sooner. But he said the look on her face when she got it was worth the whole thing because she was fucking pumped. She figured it out all by herself. I mean, reasonably all by herself. Yeah. And then they got these beans that neither of them fucking wanted. Oh, well, that's sweet. He's a dick. That's what I said. Bean dad, you get a salute from half of the stand-up dads. The other side said, no, fucking show her how to use the goddamn can opener. You know yeah, is, she is going to be a survivor. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks to this one fucked up day where she probably hated her dad, but she yeah. learned how to look at things because I don't know. I, cause I hate it when someone just looks at something that's fucking obvious and they're like, how do you do it? Did you even look at it? That's the part that well, pisses me off. If it's something and it's simple, you see, a can opener for a kid is not, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't think that's something that's like, you're not paying attention if you can't figure it out right away. Cause it's not just, it's also the, you know, the motor skill of figuring it out. You know, you got to know that you have to smash it down. Well, you got to figure first that you got to even like cut through it with it and then start twisting the thing. Like I I would say if he had done it shorter, 
and it'd be all right. Like yeah. let her try to figure out for a like half said, an hour. Like I said, if, if yeah. it went a little long and that yeah. said, as much as I'm defending this guy, my kid can't open a fucking can. <laughs> so I guess I should. Kim would kill up. you if you sat there and told him that. And let he him wouldn't eat anything out of a can anyway. He has no <laughs> Because he's fucking spoiled. We don't eat out of can, silly father. So tell me what you think. Email us at thestandupdads at gmail.com. Is Mike right? Is Rob right? He is. I'm right. No, you're fucking not. I am right. Email us, uh, subscribe, tell people about us, review us. That's how the show grows. Now that we're back, we want to grow it. We're going to have Kim go in um, and stalk the guy and figure out some more dirt on <laughs> Find out. Let's find out more info to see if he way out if he's really a good dad or a bad dad. <laughs> exactly. And if you want to get, hire someone to draw a picture of a kid stabbing his dad with a can opener, who would they write to? That would be me. Pencil for hire. <laughs> you can go to pencilforhire.com and it's still not updated. That's pencil f o r hire or pencil for hire on Instagram. And you also have a collection of comics. Tell them about it. Yes, clumsy love. Um, I did that for about five years. I have one collection of it, 400 or 500 strips in it or something. I don't know. Um, I think there's a lot in there. It's about two and a half years of the run. Yeah. It's all like it covers when I was still married. The first year was like just us and our cats who we treated it or still treat as I still have Kiki sheets, basically like my daughter before my daughter. And then it's all comics once Olivia was born and it's, I think it's still funny stuff. I uh, think it was great. So yeah. there's a link in the show notes, click it, get clumsy love. So while you're getting clumsy love, click the link for eye of Mongabo, the graphic novel novel by Doug Gray. I did. That's my second take. And I said, Neville, but both fucking times. Neville. That's why uh, you've got Harry Potter on your brain. Still it's Neville What's Longbottom. That? That Not you a keep fucking clue. About. <laughs> Not a fucking clue. Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. Will fucking you drunk. fucking stop with that fucking Harry Potter? No shit. That's like six bucks in the Harry Potter jar today. Oh, man. So anyway, get the Eye of Mongombo. It's the graphic novel by Doug Gray. It is hilarious. It is great. It is reasonably priced. It's a pandemic out there. You got shit else to do. So yeah. get that. Again, Seattle Gummy Company, they are a wonderful sponsor. Click the link in our show notes, enter the code STANDUPDADS15, get 15% off your order, and uh, you can combine other discount codes as well. It will help you get through those rough days. It is Stand Up Dads tested and approved. Get shit done. And finally, get my side project, the gag on this podcast. That's run by Big Nick. We talk to other comedians and have a great time doing it. Uh, we just did one with Andre Dawson. That'll be coming out on Monday. It was fun. Before that, we did Dijan Tyler, which was hilarious. He has a album out called Get Rich or Diabetes. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Looking forward to talking to you guys again next week. I did miss this stuff, and I feel so much better that we're doing it again. And thank you, Mike, for sticking around. And thank you, Faith, for sticking around. And uh, now it's getting all mushy, so go fuck off. I'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. The thing I want to say is thank you all for coming. Bye bye. <laughs>